Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 224 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Tuesday of Bets, also known as February the Oh boy, 15th, goodness gracious, had some stuff covering the date. I'm all out of whack here today. Now, I don't have to check my calendar instead of you guys having to. February the 15th, 2022. Hey, we got one hell of an electric show on tap today. But before the electricity commences, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew like the Wise Words podcast. Not this week, uh, but maybe next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time or any other content we got. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening, to the show on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket hey if you can be so uh, kind you can find it in your heart to do so go ahead hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat we'd love to answer your questions live on the show maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters mothers fathers aunts uncles friends enemies neighbors people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you which you would refer to as a good old-fashioned take it cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the ttl pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you'll find the talkingtheline.com website all of the ttl crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 224 again on February the 15th, 2022. I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton Captain Colt Soroka and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, analysis, and dive into more rabbit holes than we will all be able to keep track of together. 
Now, my friends, I come to you today with a bit of a heavy heart. I always like to bring the good vibes. I always like to bring the energy. I always like to set the tone. But some days, I'm a human being. Some days, I miss the mark. And, and I hope that by the time we start this here show and I get my partner on with me, that I can bring the energy up a little bit. Because, my friends... You might see a baseball jersey around my body and you say, what the hell are you doing? It is February the 15th. My friends, this is a day that I should be worried about four seamers and two seamers and curveballs. Not if we are getting CBAs done. I cannot believe my eyes. Pitchers and catchers should be reporting and here I am wishing they were. I am beside myself. Fred Manfred, the league office, all you jagaloons up there, please get your shit together. I want to hear the sound of sweet pine cracking against one of these bad boys, and you guys are fucking it up. So please, for the love of all of us, the love of the game, the love of the most beautiful sport, it's so beautiful you have to play it on diamonds. Please, please get your shit together. I digress, and I bring in... The man who had no idea I was doing anything like that to kick off this show. The myth, the legend himself, my friends, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. And no, I did not do know you were about to do that. Two seconds before you did that, I'm like, all right, how am I going to come in here? And I see you've got that nice uh, shiny jersey on over there. And I look down and look I realize you. that I've got look my nice south side you. action here today. <laughs> and and I was going to come in differently, kind of how, honestly, kind of exactly how you were coming in. because And part of it was, asked, I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. Did, is, was that intentional as far as popping that on because of that tweet? Or was that a total coincidence? Because I popped this on. I, I must have, some, something in the air must have been in, it's you something know, in the air, man. It, it, it hitting me because I, I, I put this on before I, I was aware of, of what today was supposed to be. Uh-huh. Uh, and now I, and I was going to ask if you did the exact same thing or if you planned this or not. But either way, Definitely dude, you're right. This. Okay, okay, fair Definitely enough. Definitely planned way. this. No, I mean, obviously, I, 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 I was thinking about what the hell do I do? I, I got to say something about baseball. I was like, ah, throw the old jersey on pre show. We'll get the old ball out of the closet, you know. If the pitchers and catchers can't warm them up, I'll warm them up live on the show. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I gotta do bring the energy, bring the vibes. It's kind of bullshit. But outside of that, how you doing, my man? What's going on in your side of the Windy City? Dude, I'm absolutely fantastic. I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm now I'm just – day by day, dude, I, I I think I tweeted it out unless I was dreaming this. Because uh, Jason Benetti, the White Sox, and actually both of our uh, play-by-play guys for our, our teams. Boog, uh, Boog. Both do work for ESPN. And it's like every time I hear these guys on the call in a random college basketball game, A, I love both of them just as broadcasters in general. But it just gets me that like – I, I should be hearing you, you know, calling these spring training games, and you know, I pop in on my once a week to just get a little, get a little taste of that baseball taste. But uh, no, we're still, uh, yeah, we're still sitting around, dude. I mean, enough of this. But I'm dying for it, man. I'm dying for it. Football's over. I, I need that buzz. I need that buzz right now. Hey, it's all right. We got college basketball to hold us off in, in time for now. But before you know it, college basketball is going to be here and gone like a fart in the wind. And so is NBA <laughs> and NHL is going to be in the playoffs before you know it too. So. 
I'm telling you, we need baseball. We need baseball. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Figure it the hell out. Hey, uh, beautiful day on this side of the Windy City. We're finally starting to warm up just a touch. Nothing oh, crazy. Yeah. Don't want to jinx it here, but uh, hey, starting to warm up a little bit. I feel like Tony Ferguson, bro. You know, I always talk about throwing the blades. Yeah, El yeah. Kukui, I don't know if you ever saw that press conference when he was going to fight Kebab, uh-huh. uh, but he held that. Uh, he had the baseball in his hand the whole time, and it was like, what the hell is he doing? And you know, it's kind of... <laughs> It kind of gives you, I don't know, it gives you a little Dude. something. gives you a little something while you're here in front of the mic, here in front of the camera. I don't know. It just, Dude. it is. I like it. I like it. I might need to find myself one because you're right. It's been a while since I've, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just felt it, dude. I, you know, we both used to play baseball. It's been a while. I don't know. I might have to. I'm sure I've got one somewhere around here. Yeah, just dug one out of the old closet. Had a little, uh, had a couple of them laying around there. And uh, there you go. There you have it. All right. I'll stop avoiding it. I'll stop trying to <laughs> divert the subject elsewhere. You know how we start the shows, and if you tail along, we are sincerely sorry for yesterday's antics. Um, without further ado, we never hide them from you. Regardless, full transparency show. Your boys here at the TTL pod. Yesterday's best bets from the TTL crew are now live on your screen from February the 14th, 2021. Okay, okay, okay. Well, quickly, uh, <laughs> now I'm so bass backwards even looking at it for crying out loud. Uh, worst day we've had in a long time, dude. Straight up uh, 044 from the TTL crew. Uh, Moneyline Dice came in, cashed a ticket for us. Thank goodness. Uh, got a little bit. It's always nice when an inanimate object casts a ticket yeah. for you, and the people who actually do the work can't cast shit. Uh, on my soapbox for a minute, uh, went 5-0 and on Sunday and then go into 0-2 on Monday. Very interesting what the hell's going on there. I do believe I have three bangers on the college basketball hardwood, actually four depending on how you look at it, uh, to help rebound us in a big way. So I'm not worried about it. Mind a goldfish. Partner, how about you down there, dude? Yeah, man, I might have a goldfish, 100%. I mean, one play, uh, I think I think he finished with 19, so it was a tough one. Had the opportunities, man. I do not, uh, I wouldn't take it back. I would play that play 10 times out of 10. I sure. took some additional action beyond that, too, and it was sure. a loser. So, I mean, yeah, was it a loss? Absolutely. But I'm going to stick to it, man, and, uh, you know, find those angles in that type of game, uh, you know, probably until the wheels fall out. Well, you know, wheels fall off more than once in a row, I should say. But uh, either sure. way, might have a sure. goldfish, too. I'm ready to rock today. I feel good today. Same here, man. And yeah, I would take my two plays probably nine times out of ten again. I am not uh, not all the way out of the boat that those were kind of just some bad beats and a little bit of bullshit. Uh, Monday Madness, as always, be who you can afford to be. Don't put a whole unit, don't risk the whole bankroll on one of those. It would have been electric if that would have made it to the pay window. I thought with how it started with uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne, man, taking care of it in overtime, absolutely insane. I was like, well, damn, Monday Madness. What a leg to kick it off. I think this thing's going to go all the way. And then I look over to South Carolina State, and they were scuffling pretty hard. So, hey, it is what it is. We got a uh, twofer lined up today that, uh, again, be who you can afford to be. But I already put a full unit on it. I'm ready to rock and roll here today. I love today's twofer. Let's get out of that mindset. Uh, Again, mind of the goldfish and uh, into today's mindset, my friends. Now, I'm going to flip a couple of things around because I really liked having this bad boy on the other monitor over here. Oh, yeah, baby. Hello. How do you do over there? (laughs) Now I can see us. I don't have to look over here. How's it going? All right. Okie dokie, artichokies. Got my ball back in hand. Love this. Uh, Tuesday's best bets of the day. Mags <laughs> I'm has... I'm really jealous if I'm being... I'm so nice. really jealous, I dude. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, Mags has got three coming at you. Uh, two from the NBA and one from the college. Other way 
Oh, so two from college basketball, one from the NBA. Uh, Go through that. He'll segue me, uh, segue from his college basketball picks into my uh, college basketball picks. I got three for you, all mid-majors, ready to rock and roll for that. I actually got four. Um, First time in a long time that I've done a uh, full unit on the spread, half unit on a money line sprinkle, and I think it definitely warrants it here today. Uh, We'll dish out that two for Tuesday parlay. We got two college basketball teams on that bad boy, and if it's not these two teams, I don't know what the hell we're even doing here. Uh, We'll recap all the best bets. We'll get in the money line dice roll of the day. That one's going to be quite interesting to see where the dice go on that one. One. wrap up all the first half of the show get into the second half of the show i'm sure we'll talk mlb i'm sure we'll uh, talk plenty of nonsense our mag sidebar our uh, little bit of usual banter breaking news who the hell knows i don't know i read a i read a headline this morning mags that about put me out of my fucking chair if i'm gonna be honest with you yeah yeah camila valieva's lawyers say she failed the doping test because of contamination from medicine her grandfather was taking now i don't know what kind of incest Dude. shit that is but i think we need to talk about that in some uh, some significance i don't know how you fail a doping test because of your grandfather but hey let's talk about that on the second half of the show would love to dive into that rabbit hole plenty of other rabbit holes i'm sure we can yeah. dive into um but for now on this day that we should be worrying about four seamers and splitters and circle changes and fucking curveballs and everything in between my friend we are not is there anything else from your side of the screen I don't believe so. I'm glad you brought that up, dude. I am excited to talk about that. Paige and I, my girlfriend, were actually like legitimately talking about that this morning. Oh, okie dokie, so, Well, I, I think just, the people are t- the people want to know what the hell's going like, on, dude. We might have to we might have to figure it out for everybody, dude. I don't know. I said, hmm, how does that one work? I don't know. The last time I failed the doping test because of somebody else. That kind of sounds like, hey, I just I eat a sesame seed bagel on I the mean, way over to this drug test, officer. I saw it. <laughs> If that's all I got to say, I mean, not that we're getting uh, these tests uh, at age 26 at our current jobs or anything, but if, I that's, hope uh, if that's the only cop out that we need, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll say, we'll say, hey, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second plenty, half. plenty, second plenty half. for the second half. Absolutely. 150%. Uh, let me just, in oh, case, geez. so we don't forget it, because we can get some down some rabbit holes with that for sure. Russia doping. Okay, my friends, it is now time to check off the final box of the intro category before we get into the first half of the show. So I ask you kindly, as always, to lift your mugs up high. And to me, to you, and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, take your sip, and I'll be right back to get this old proverbial podcast train steaming down the track. Whoa! Hello! Mm-hmm. It's showtime. Oh, Nelly, it's showtime. Get the screen flipped. Get this son of a gun in here, and you know what time it is. First segment of the day, first half of the show. It's time for our Mag's Best Bets of the Day. Strap in, buckle up, partner, let them rip, let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. You know, I, if you're getting used to this, I'm not used to it, but I'm going <laughs> to do my best. <laughs> I got it. It's all right. Wait, that, that, that's kind of the yin and yang. I'll get this. Nah. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, I'll just keep pointing to you over here, you know. Anyways. Hey, you're my yin. You're the yin to my yang in more than uh, many, more than one area, good sir, is what I'm trying to say. So appreciate you and your picks as always. I'm excited to see what the hell you got today. <laughs> For sure, dude. All right, kicking things off on the NBA, and then we'll go into college basketball. You mentioned it. I've got one out of the NBA today. I'm taking a little home favorite action. I am going to the Dallas Mavericks and Miami Heat, and I'm taking these home team Heat. I'm seeing, uh, I caught them at minus three and a half partners. Still seeing that a lot in a lot of spots. Saw it at minus four on, uh, looks like just DraftKings has kicked it up the, uh, excuse me, kicked it up to minus four there. 
But partner, I got to say something. When the Miami Heat are rolling, jump on board and do not let go. Just grab a hold of, uh, you know, of the bandwagon, tether cords, or whatever you want to call it, and ride it until you fall off because this team is going to start steaming down the tracks as they have been the last few games. Five straight wins, 4-1 ATS. Only one that was failed was a minus 11 versus the Nets. A uh, little overvalued. Nets are uh, not uh, solved by any means, but as we've seen over the last couple of days, they're figuring things back out a little bit. And not quite a steam and dumpster fire. So that minus 11, a uh, little fugazi to me. Those four covers that they had, 100 points or less in all four of those covers. So for the last five games, defense is absolutely dominating right now. Uh, and that's honestly what I mean for the most part here. When I'm, saying, when I'm talking about this Heat team as being a hot team, it's typically their defense. And when their defense is rolling and they're healthy, they're going to keep steaming down the tracks, man. And offensively as well, they're playing really complimentary basketball. Four out of the last five. What do you got here? Jump on tether cords. Yes, absolutely, dude. Four of the last five. Offensively, 112 plus as well. Um, and yeah, the Heat defense right now is on fire. And they match up well with this Dallas Mavericks team, even with Kristaps uh, uh, Porzingis off uh, off over to Washington and out of town. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that partner. That's uh, not even, honestly, uh, anything worth mentioning, really. But uh yeah this team is going to match up well with this dallas mavericks because they have over the last handful of years partner nine three and one last 13 versus the mavericks are the miami heat four one and one last six at home versus the mavericks uh four and one last five as a favorite are the heat and 21 and eight this is the one that i love the most trend here partner 21 and eight last 29 on two days rest when you give this team some rest and when they're rolling uh this is a team you need to back I imagine Porzingis gone. Uh, Jalen Brunson uh, already was arguably the number two option. Now he's solidified as the number two option. Miami's got more than enough yards to throw at him to slow him down if uh, if Luka Doncic isn't the one cooking anyways. So I love this Heat team to uh, honestly win this one by six, seven, or, uh, or more, partner. So first one of the day, Heat minus three and a half is where I'm at. I like that, man. I told you pre-show I had uh, had the old heat written down minus three as one of uh, potential leans, two for Tuesday or some shit. And then you say, hey, that's one of my best bets of the day. <laughs> well, don't mind me, my friend. Take it, hammer it in, give it out to the people. Let them cash it and take it to the window too. You heard it right here first. Mag's first best bet of the day, the Miami Heat, flaming hot. Uh, when they're rolling, jump on the rocket ship and grab hold of the tether cord because we're going to the damn moon, minus three. Partner, what's your second best bet of the day? Second best bet of the day. I mentioned I'm going to the college basketball slate, going to the Big 12, and I'm going to the Iowa State Cyclones and the TCU Horned Frogs, my friend. Another team that I have uh, jumped on the fade train of uh, the Iowa State Cyclones, but I also like this other side in this one, partner. And there's a couple things that I I didn't mention this morning that I'm going to tell you that I think you're going to like. The old horny frogs. Oh, the old horny frogs Uh at home, my friend, and Uh the Iowa State Cyclones on the road. I Fading this team at home, Iowa State. It's uh, you're, you joked with me on Saturday, and it was uh, not exactly sweat-free on Saturday with my K-State pick there. Did get to the window, but love it even more on the road. Iowa State's offense, I mentioned the other two. 157th AOE. Roller coaster is right, dude. Bottom 10 in the power uh, conferences in offensive efficiency. That was 150 on Saturday, partner. Empom sees what the hell's going on. He's got these boys slipping even more. 157 today. Uh, 69 points per game at home. 66 on the road. So not a crazy split, but still doesn't travel well. And you've got TCU top t- Dude, I'm so jealous, dude. You can't you can't throw it <laughs> in my face like that. I'm going to have to find I'll something. I'll do it off a of screen. I'll do it off a of screen. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. Keep doing it, dude. It looks cool. TCU, 30th ADE. Really, Both these teams very good defensively. Uh, TCU is 96 AOE. 
uh, obviously not beating the world down, but a lot more consistent. If you get in that top 100 compared to, you know, 150 or lower, that's still a big swing in offensive efficiency. 70 points per game scored at home compared to allowing 62 points per game at home here. They've been really good at home. But the big thing on top of all of that, because both teams are good defensively um, and TCU a little bit more offensive efficiency, the rebounding factor is where I see the real kicker coming at partner. TCU, number two in the nation, offensive rebounding, number two, 62nd on the defensive end, defensive rebounding, 62nd. So not quite uh, second, but that's still pretty damn good. And Iowa State, 293 defensively, 190th on offense. As far as what that matchup says, partner, the number two offensive rebounding team is going up against the 293rd defensive rebounding team. The second chances are going to be a plenty. And you're given a spot where the home team is better at home, obviously. And the road team that already struggles offensively is worse on the road. I absolutely love it. These struggling offenses that are worse on the road against a team in the Big 12 that is looking for a bounce back has been extremely profitable. And that's where I'm going. Iowa State 2-6 and six last eight on Tuesday. 1-4 and four last five following a straight-up loss. TCU 4-0 and oh last four following a straight-up loss. And 5-1-2 and two last eight as a favorite. Give me the Horn Frogs, dude. Minus 3.5. I don't care where this one moves. I think they will get this one done handily. Uh, don't be uh, afraid of any type of line movement. I don't think it's going to, but give me the Horn Frogs minus three and a half. The Horn Frogs minus three and a half, my friends. Um, you know, you kind of convinced me to be honest with you, dude. I, I isn't that some of those numbers and crazy, uh, he doesn't give a damn where this line moves, my friends. I, I think I might be in on board with him. I, I think the Horny Frogs are solid at home, especially at that minus three and a half. If it goes up to, eh, I think I'm in the in the boat with you, especially that rebounding man. You know me in those hustle stats. I'm all over that. So, hey, I was a little little sketchy pre-show, but I'm all the way in the boat with you, man. I'll, uh, I'll happily oblige and help you row it down the stream ever so gently. But you got one more. I had forgot what yes. this one was. I didn't really know what the hell it was, and then all of a sudden I remembered what it was now. Can't wait for you to talk about this one because you are the resident Big Ten man yourself so without further ado partner for everybody out there what's number three all right number three actually i'll be a little bit uh, shorter and sweeter than uh, the last two on this one actually uh nothing crazy man i'm going to the big 10 as you mentioned wisconsin indiana indiana the home team and i'm taking the wisconsin badgers on the road plus the three you're giving me these extra three points Indiana, AOE, adjusted offensive efficiency. Outside of that top 100 I just talked about, man, 111th. uh, Very good, solid defensive team. I think it's 19th uh, ADE. But Wisconsin, top 50 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Just a damn solid team, man. 4-2 this season as an underdog partner. And the only two failed covers, 5-7 point underdogs. So when you see that 5-7 point number, those are the ones where it's like, whoa, something's too good to be true here. Mm. Because plus threes haven't really been that case, right? And Indiana, on the flip side, 1-3 ATS. Yes, as a three to four and a half point favorite. This exact spot has not been profitable at all for them. Uh, one and four ATS last five versus a winning uh, versus a team with a winning straight up record. It has been Indiana. They've taken care of these bottom of the pack Big Ten teams, but when you get to these, uh, you know, the top five six teams in the Big Ten, they just have struggled. Aside from that, really that one win against Purdue, um, I still like this team, but I just think the uh, the extra plus three is a huge advantage for uh, the Badgers on the spread here uh, for a team that's four and one last five versus a team with a winning home record. So they actually, contrary to popular belief, seven and three last ten on the road ATS they've gone on the road in the Big Ten and have absolutely not struggled almost whatsoever and when they do lose as they did low uh did on Saturday to Rutgers they are 4-0 straight up following a loss this season 
ATS a little different for sure, but a lot of them have been like, you know, you know, big spreads against some of these bad teams or even non-conference teams, right? So 4-0 straight up following a loss and uh, against Indiana, 4-0 straight up last four, three and one ATS out of those four. So I really love the Badgers plus those three. I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Hoosiers won this one by one or two partner. Mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin gets it done outright, but I'm happy to take all those points plus three. Give me the Badgers. I'm fine with whatever line we would end as well on this one too. Uh, give me the Badgers plus three right now though. Hokie doke artichoke. I was uh, I was in the board with the Badgers kind of beforehand, but then you said it was one of your best bets of the day. I can't believe I totally spaced on that was uh, your third and final one. Um, actually, I can, but hey, either way, neither here, neither there. Uh, but yeah, dude, I like the Badgers plus three and a half. I like that 4-0 straight up uh, following a uh, loss. I really think it's going to be that what have you done for me lately mindset, and everybody's going to see the Badgers losing in Wisconsin over the weekend, and oh my gosh, they're going to keep struggling. Now they go on the road, and Indiana... I, Indiana really ain't been like that in Bloomington, to tell you the truth, my man. So I like where your head's at. I like the three and a half. Take every point the books are willing to give you. But also, I think potentially, too, the Badgers could win this one outright. So I love where your head's at. I'm in agreement with you. I mean, I think I'm three three and oh on on the board with you man i ain't got no qualms no quarries on this side of the screen uh anything else you got for your three best bets of the day my man no sir like you said man i think it was that purdue win that had and i and i've talked highly about this indiana team in general but i just they're they're on that next level uh according uh you know as compared to these ranked teams in the big 10 man 150 percent i agree with you good sir there you go dude yeah. I, I don't know what it is for me but this 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 is the sweet spot for me but hey i'll adjust i'll adjust chuff feels it's all good chuff feels i had to uh i had to adjust my mentality a couple of times i when i flip <laughs> because i just flipped it back to my other monitor now because now i got to bring up the old uh the old infamous trends you know you know because oh, yeah. it's about to go down for the second segment of the day my best bets of the day i too my friends have three coming at you with uh potentially four you can call it three and a half it's a little money sure. line sprinkle we'll talk about it at the very end it's part of the last play of the day but number one we're calling this one the metro atlantic annihilator and we're going to the matchup between the iona gales and the st peter's peacocks my friends i caught the peacocks at uh plus four and a half and i had this whole uh thing behind them so before i go even further we're taking st peter's plus four and a half take them at whatever number any points the books are willing to give you with st peter's take them please now had this whole thing uh written written out i was like oh they're at a they open at a hard four down to three and a half you're not getting the juice at three and a half it's minus 102 oh if it goes back to four i am in love with this thing reminds me of the yukon st john's game on sunday cash that bad boy easily absolutely love it and before I could even come to this show and say all that shit, that motherfucker's back up to four, four and a half, and I am just absolutely elated right now. I love every bit of it. Um, I, I looked into it, and I was like, damn, Iona's getting like 72% of the bets on, on uh, the spread here, but what's up with the money line? Oh, St. Peter's getting about 56% of consensus money on the money line, and I'm not that ballsy, but I'll definitely take every point the books are willing to give me because St. Peter's has been solid on their home hardwood. 7-3 and three straight up, 4-4-1 four, four, and one against the number at home, and it's where they've honestly played their best ball. Their failed covers there, those that 4-4-1, four, four, and one, was a 9-point uh, favorite, 8-point favorite, 13-point favorite, 7.5-point favorite, and they pushed an 8-point eight, uh, eight number. They were an 8-point favorite in that spot too. So they're not an 8-point favorite here today. I think this is perfect value for St. Pete's. Matter of fact, I know it is. I've backed them plenty of times, especially in this, these MAAC matchups. Wouldn't you know it, they're actually in second place in the MAAC right now. They're tied with Siena. Both have a 9-4 and four straight up record. 
But Sienna's got the day off, so they could make a little bit of a, a push here, make a little bit of uh, say, hey, get off of me in my second place, my friends. And they're actually chasing the first place team, the Iona Gales. Wouldn't you know it, my friend, who are in the MAAC 12-2 and two straight up, 5-3 and three straight up, and 2-6 and six against the number away from home. So obviously away, just on the road. I don't know why I had to say it like that, but they're inconsistent at best is what I'm trying to tell you. You cannot trust them at this number because it is the shortest favorite they have been since January the 18th of 2022. And they were three and a half point favorites against Monmouth and they lost, or actually they won, but they didn't cover 86 to 85 in overtime. Couple of keys here. It's going to be tempo, my friend. St. Peter's 214th in the nation in tempo. Iona 59th. The reason why uh, St. Peter's is in the position in the MAAC that they are and this year overall is because they've been able to control the tempo, control the pace, and lean on their defense and utilize it to turn it into offense, my friend. 60th in ADE, 39th in opponent effective field goal, and 34th in defensive turnover percent for a no-name team like the St. Peter's Peacocks. Get out of town. We're taking every point the books are willing to give, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends for the first time. Iona 0-5 against the number, their last five overall. 1-5 against the number, their last six on the road. 1-5 against the number, their last six as a road favorite. The last time they covered was January the 23rd as a road favorite. And 0-5 against the number, their last five as a favorite overall. St. Peter's 5-1 ATS, last six overall. 34-16-1. How's that for your sample size? Against the number, their last 51 as a dog. 4-1-1, their last six home games against the number, 4-0 against the, uh, the number of the last four as a puppy dog overall, or I'm sorry, as a home dog, and the dog, love the dog, 5-0 ATS, last five meetings between these two teams overall. Give me all of the Peacocks, plus four and a half, or whatever damn number the books want to dish out. They've lost their doggone minds, and that's my first best bet of the day. Dude, you blew my mind. I'm going to be honest, dude. Because you, you are the mid-major king, 110%. I still love to keep up with that. what the hell's going on in these conferences. And everyone knows Iona's, Iona's, you know, the the number one They're team the in the conference. The I thought it was like, you know, Iona and then a thousand piles of shit. And then whoever the hell's next, I did not realize it is this close, man. I, and I, I'm in love, if I'm being honest. I'm in love. Appreciate you. Hey, I, I love you too, man. Um, but last game, one thing <laughs> I will bring play, up. But also that as well. Sure. <laughs> last thing I will bring up is that um, the last matchup, Iona cooked the Peacocks. But it was earlier on in the season. It was in Iona, and it was at a 10-point spread. Oh, yeah. Why is this all the way down? Well, dude, you also love, love the one. Gales and Rick Pitino, dude. At home, the Gales are, you know, you don't want to fade them with anything. But, dude, I, oh, wow, dude, I love it. I love it. Thank you, good sir. Well, we'll keep this proverbial podcast train all steaming down the tracks with the second best bet of the day. We're calling this one the Mac Attacker. We're going to the matchup between the Eastern Michigan Eagles and the Central Michigan Chippewas, my friends, and we're taking the chips plus one and a half. Okay, I know, relax, hold on, take a minute, listen to me. This one honestly jumped off the screen at me, my friends. Um, this one comes down to the eye test, watching Maction basketball and knowing what these two teams are doing right now. Both teams suck ass. I can't lie to you whatsoever. But if anybody is playing the best ball of their season right now, it is the Chips. And it has been out of nowhere. They're all of a sudden, because of how they've been playing, they've moved themselves to the middle of the pack in the MAC. How about that? I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Five and six straight up in MAC play. Two and six straight up, but five and three against the number on their home hardwood. So I think 
it's a little bit undervalued just because of them being two and six straight up, and I don't think they have any problem getting up a third win here today. Um, they are four and three straight up, five and two against the number in their last seven games. So again, they're playing the best ball of the season. Coming off a of back-to-back brutal losses against Western Michigan. Oh, they shouldn't have done that. And Ohio, best team in the MAC. I can excuse that one. It's time for a huge bounce back uh, from the old chips here today. They are also um, second. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Uh, forget that. I, I looked at the wrong page. Forget me. We're going over to the Eagles. Don't worry about what I just said right there. They're not second in anything. I'm going to the Eagles. Looked at the wrong page in my notes. The Eagles, they're 3-10 and 10 straight up in MAC play, my friends. And I told you about that middle-of-the-pack chips team. This Eagles team is second to last, only to... Western Michigan. Oh, that's right. I just said that the Chips lost to Western Michigan. Why did I mention that? It's not apples to apples, my friends, and I'm banking on everybody to see that loss and be running to the Eagles, the road favorite, and I am not buying it because, my friends, they have played 13 games on the road, and they've won one of them. It was against Western Michigan. Once again, it is not apples to apples, my friends. Do not buy it. They're playing their worst ball of the season. One and six straight up, two and five against the number of their last seven games overall. I know it doesn't make sense, my friends. I know you look at this game and you say, Colt, I'm scared. I'm worried. You went 0-2 yesterday. What the hell are you doing in the MAC trying to get us all messed up again? I promise. Trust me. Hold on to my hand. We'll get to the pay window. Second play of the day, Central Michigan Chippewas plus one and a half. But you thought I was going to leave this play without any trends? No siree, Bob. Eastern Michigan, one and four ATS, last five overall. Three and eight against the number, last 11 road games. Oh and four ATS, their last four games played on the day known as Miercoles in the Spanish heritage. But that is also uh, Tuesday in the English heritage. Also known as, I don't even know, is there English heritage? I have no clue. Central Michigan, six and two ATS, last eight overall. Central Michigan 5 and 2 ATS last 7 as a dog 5 and 2 5 2 and 1 actually ATS their last 8 miércoles games Central Michigan 5 and 1 ATS last 5 following an ATS loss 6 and 2 against the number their last 8 against a MAC opponent and 4 2 and 1 against the number are the chips in the last 7 meetings between these two teams give me the chips once again plus one and a half. Second best bet of the day I do like it my man this man We've talked about it. This Mac, uh, the Mac has been in a, in a bit of a mess. But dude, you're you're absolutely right. The Central Michigan team. We talked about it. I feel like a, a couple months ago, and it was like, wow. It was one of those things where it's like, Central Michigan, ew, ooh, wow. they're like throwing like, up type stuff. And then I remember, I don't remember if it was two weeks ago. I think it was you it said even oh, last week. Might right, last week, week it was like, wait, Central Michigan's been doing what now? And and, and it's like, excuse, hey, excuse me. Excuse? And now Eastern Michigan is that team that's just the the hot steamy Mac dumpster fire. So I like it, dude. I don't know if I'm gonna hey. jump in the uh, the Mac waters with you or not i don't but i do love the pick 100 percent. i know it's sketchy and i've been avoiding the mac at all costs but i saw this one and i just I can't like let it. it slip away i, like it. A, I think it's way way too much undervaluation especially if they're giving me a point and a half so there you go there you have it pick number two pick number three wrapping up the card my friends we're calling it the Big East Eraser, and we're going to the matchup between the villanova wildcats and the providence friars and you thought i was going somewhere else we're taking Providence plus four for a full unit, and we're sprinkling on their money line for a half unit as well. I thought I had the Yones to come to this show with only the money line, but I said, eh, I don't know. Funny business happens on Tuesday, but I don't think any funny business is happening. So we're going to take both plays. Honestly, again, do I need to go down this rabbit hole for you guys? Really? Do I need to? 
Fine, I will. You do not bet against Ed Cooley living the American dream with the Friars. The boys are hot right now at this point in time. I don't care what number they're at. They're a favorite. They're a dog. They're left out. They're left in. They're up. They're diagonal. Wherever that line wants to move, I don't care, my friends. We're taking the Providence Friars every single bit of them. Now, the Big East is really Providence's is conference this year, and uh, everybody else is just living in it. They are first place, 11-1 straight up, 14-0 straight up, and 7-7 seven and seven against the number on their home hardwood. I don't give a damn about the 7-7 seven and seven ATS. They're 14-0. For fuck's sake, what are we what are we talking about here? Why are we even questioning this? I know Villanova's good, but again, this is the Big East. This is Providence's Big East, and Villanova is a member of that community. They are not owning that this year at all. My friends, they are second place. I will give them that, but 12-3 and three straight up. They've scuffled in matchups like this when they've had to bring home the bacon, and they're 6-4 and four straight up, 3-7 and seven against the number on the road. Okay. Six and four straight up. Why well, I got a little bit worried. But at the bare minimum, I don't think they cover this four. I think it is going to be a sweatacular affair. I'm not going to tell you to put your money on this and just kick the feet up and enjoy an old Big East affair. You're going to be sweating your nuts off. I can promise you that. It's going to be absolutely bananas, but it is going to be a fun sweat, and we are going to get the Providence Friars plus four to the pay window as well as the money line. But just in case any funny business, the plus four, definitely. However, you don't believe me. You don't think all that's convincing. My friends, just believe the trends. 1-4 ATS are the Villanova Wildcats in their last five overall. 1-4 ATS, their last five as a favorite. 0-4 against the number, their last four following a straight-up win. And 1-4 ATS, their last five versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Providence, 18-6 ATS, their last 24 as a dog. How about that for another sample size for you? 4-0 ATS, last four as a home dog. 13-3 against the number, their last 16 following an ATS loss. And 13-4 ATS their last 17 versus a team with a winning straight up record give me all of ed cooley and the friars plus four the books have the nerve the audacity to do something this stupid on a tuesday we're living the american dream baby and wrapping up the card once again providence friars plus four my last best bet of the day Dude, of course I love it. Of course I love it, dude. I mean, you're because you're right, dude. Quit, quit disrespecting the, this Providence team with these numbers, dude, and making us overthink it. Oh, yep. is that too many? Is that too good to be true? No, nope. it's Ed nope. Cooley and the boys, dude. Yep. No, yep. no, this is their Super Bowl too, dude. I mean, yep. uh, I uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, this is like essentially the biggest game in their program's history at Huge. home, especially in the regular Huge. season too, because they've never won the Big East regular season, right? And if they get this one, it's uh, it's almost about a wrap, essentially, dude. That's their mark, right? Like. Oh, well, you know, they they got a couple lucky games in the playoffs and they won the Big East tournament. Shut the fuck up. I give give them this win and that silences all the haters on that. I love it. I absolutely love it. Give me every bit of it for the full unit and then half unit on the money line as well, my friends. Love it. Again, be who you can afford to be. Maybe just a quarter unit. Maybe don't play it at all. I'm wild. I'm crazy. That's what I like to do. There you go. There you have it. Okay. Let's keep this... For the third time, proverbial podcast train steaming down the tracks. I mean, we are loading in some coal with this next uh, segment here, my friends. It's a special play of the day. It takes two for the tango. You saw the title. Two for Tuesday parlay, my friends. Okay. Now, the first leg, we were both in love with right off the bat. We didn't even have to think about it. We didn't really even have to discuss it all too much. And again, I said at the top of the show, if it ain't these two legs, what the hell are we even doing here at this point in time, right? Number one, leg number one, two for Tuesday parlay. We're taking the Tennessee Volunteers on the money line. 
Got a minus 125. Looks like it's staying right around there. This is honestly just the setup line of the setup lines today. One of them. Uh, the Cats, not saying the Cats are bad. Yeah, two of these, honestly, for, yeah, for the two for honestly. Yeah, both of them are setups. But the Cats, everybody's going to see the Blue Blood as a short road favorite or the short road dog. And, I mean, they're going to run to that number, for crying out loud. You think that everybody in their dog, speaking of, are not going to run to the money line, let alone taking that point and a half? I mean, I'm just not buying it. I'm not saying the Cats are dead, much like I was saying with Kansas yesterday. Obviously, Kansas covered. But either way... I still think it's going to be a rough time for the old uh, Wildcats here, especially in Tennessee. If it was in Kentucky, maybe we'd be talking about it. But especially with where these teams are ranked right now, Tennessee Vols, Moneyline, first leg, partner, anything else you got there? No, I mean, the first game, uh, people are going to look at the uh, first game between these two teams as well, man. And I was telling you, I mean, this is the game. If you, if, if people remember with that game where Kentucky shot, whatever the hell it was, like 60, 70 percent from the field. And it was just, they were just unconscious, would not be held down for anything. That was that game. And it wasn't like it was a good matchup. It was just that type of shooting day. One of those days where everything is going in. And obviously, one way or another, we're going to see some regression. I think we're going to see some big regression overall. Man, 100%. I love it. 100%. Got a nice little uh, uh, comment to thwart, uh, thwart out of the section here over here. Oh, hello, Hogarth. How the fuck are you? <laughs> see you later, motherfucker. All right, into the. See you later. Max just kung fu swiping motherfuckers out of here. All right, <laughs> second leg of the two for Tuesday parlay. We go to the matchup between the Michigan State Spartans and the Penn State Nittany Lions. And if it ain't the Lions, what are we doing? Plus two and a half. The, the Lions getting easier for the Spartans to cover. Oh, you absolutely wish. Them being the better team. This has been Penn State spot all year. But hey, I'm not the big 10, 10 guy. I don't know shit about fuck at the end of the day when it comes to these things. So partner, what do you got for us, big 10 homer, as far as why we're taking this as a second leg? 100%, dude. If it ain't Penn State, I don't know what the hell we're doing here. I get the 9-12 and 12 straight up record. It's going to scare you away. But sure. this team can scrap, man. This team can scrap. Have not failed to cover at home since December the 5th. Two mm. straight months of home mm. covers, my friends. They're, they're, the whole, uh, full season home ATS number is right around even. That's because they had a lot of big spreads earlier on. And the first couple weeks of December, there was scuffling. At home, man, they've been absolutely fantastic. Took care of. They lost by one against Michigan a week or so ago. Should have won that one. Only lost by one. And this Michigan State team, man, I mean, they've got. A, they're coming off an impressive win uh, against Indiana. Who knows how actually impressive that is? But you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum. This team just has not really ran through the top of the Big Ten, and yeah. they're just yeah. overvalued, man, uh, you know, typically. And I think Penn State get this one done outright, man. People probably have not watched a ton of basketball, but I promise you they can scrap it, man. They Hell can yeah. keep this one Hell low scoring, dude, 100%. No question about it. I, I concur with everything you say there. And, and honestly, yeah. dude, I know you didn't like it on Saturday, but it ended up cashing. This one reminds me a lot of that Ohio State plus a 3.5, plus a 2.5 by tip-off. Sure. Sure. I, I know you haven't been on the Michigan train, but, I mean, it reminds me exactly of it. Yeah. They won outright oh. by double digits. So I 100%. like it. I like it a lot, 100%. man. And also and, uh, seeing eighty five percent of bets and money on uh, the old Sparty uh, wow. spread, and it's uh, <laughs> as you mentioned, getting easier for them boys to cover. Don't you love that? Now you never love when we talk about that on a Tuesday because the public usually rakes on Tuesday, but in this spot, it ain't gonna be the public. I'm telling you that one here. So leg number one, Tennessee Vols on the money line. Leg number two, Penn State Nittany Lions. Plus two and a half. You combine those two, you're going to get over two to one odds payout. Somewhere around plus 230, maybe a little more, a little less. Who knows who's to say? Who am I? What I do know is we're getting that some bitch to the pay window. Okay. 
doggone it, I forgot. We got more shit to recap. I got to bring this back over here. Hold on one oh, second, wait. my friends. Mis compadres, uno segundo, por favor. Okay, there we go. Yo hablo pequito español. No hablo mucho. So I go back to Spanglish. Um, and now I have to share the screen real quick. I wish I could say this all in Spanish because I, I got a lot of Spanish friends. And I love them out there. And my, but my Spanish sucks nowadays, dude. I can't. Uh-oh, we got the shit. Hold on. Did my Hold Spanish on just gone so far out of my out of my brain? I took like two years, and uh, you know, I had, <laughs> I had some decent vocab, dude. I honestly, I, you know, I was a good Spanish student for a couple of years there, and then uh, shout I out, shout out, Spanish. My, shout out my construction buddies, uh, Jose and Nito, and um, goodness gracious, there's so many of them. I could name them for for days. But I love shout the Mexi- I love Mexican people. I love their culture. I love you all so much. If any of you watch, I have no idea if you watch or not, but if you do, shout the fuck out. Shout uh, out. Oh, also my guy Miguelito from the uh, from the Green Machine. I appreciate the hell out of you if you're watching any capacity to appreciate you. But hey, we're here to recap best bets of the day now, my friends. Not shout out former people <laughs> in Colton's lives, but sometimes we are. Who knows? What, what fucking rabbit holes we go down? Now, I shared the screen. It was kind of flashy. Didn't want our epileptic viewers to get some issues like it usually has before, myself included. Don't want to pass out live on the show. Now, without further ado, my friends, rip out your sports books, get out your pens and pencils, and your paper, or whatever mode means or method you utilize, take stock of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day, because for clipping purposes, the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day are now live on your screen for this beautiful Tuesday of Bets, February the 15th, 2022. Please, so kindly, turn your attention up to the top left portion of your screen where you will see our mags picks. It is plural today, not singular. He's got three coming at you. One from the NBA hardwood, two from the college basketball hardwood. The NBA, he is taking the Miami Heat minus three and a half. Fine with any line movement there. The TCU Horned Frogs on the college basketball hardwood minus three and a half. Again, fine with any line movement there. And the Wisconsin Badgers plus three and a half or plus three. To the right side of the screen, you will see up there my best bets of the day. Again, another three coming at you, maybe four, depending on if you play all of them. We're taking the St. Peter's Peacocks, plus four and a half. The Central Michigan Chippewas, plus one and a half. And the Providence Friars, plus four for a full unit and a sprinkle on their money line for a half unit or whatever you can afford as a gambler. Directly above us, you see the twofer Tuesday parlay featuring two college basketball teams, the Tennessee Volunteers on the money line and the Penn State Nittany Lions, plus two and a half you parlay those two bad boys up again you're getting right around plus 230 odds payout i don't know maybe a little more maybe a little less but it is the ttl crew's favorite uh special play of every single week so hammer it in make sure you get it locked in make sure you're ready to get it straight to the pay window but before it can do that we need you to lock them all in hammer them all home sprinkle a little bit of dough down on each and every one of them because today's TTL crew best bets that are clearly primed for ticket cashing need to be locked in by you at whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. Oh, baby. All right, dude. Been a while since we've had an NBA court. Where the hell are we? Obviously Miami, but. I feel like this is, I feel like the Kia has something to do with it, and I feel like. It does not, actually. Kia, no, Kia's not the main sponsor. No shit. Nope. Um, hmm. freshly renamed, which I actually was totally unaware of. Freshly renamed, really? used to be American Airlines for quite a, quite some time. Now it is a three letter uh, brand that we actually just talked about as far as commercial Super Bowl commercial yesterday. FTX Arena. 
FTX Arena is correct, my friend. I actually let's have no idea. <laughs> let's go. Been that's less the first one I've got in a long time. Hey, that's just, be- that's just because I'm Crypto Colton now. That's it. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's that's kind of why I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? We haven't done an NBA arena. And I was like, wait a second. FTX, wasn't this American? I was like, yeah, it was American Airlines. Oh, it, it's only been like this for like a handful of months. Wow, okay. FTX. And I was like, well, I, you know, I have to bring it to the show now. And so, um, look how sick that is also. That is, Side. yeah. That's, that's sick as fuck. Sidebar. Uh, other side. Bar. I'm 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 capping, handicapping, capping Colton half the time, and crypto Colton the other half of the time. <laughs> okay, there we go. There you have it. All the TTL Cruise best bets of the day. Uh, money line dice roll of the day, my friends. Uh, you see, NC against Gatek. Gatek. What the fuck does that? What does that mean? I have no idea. Well, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Who knows? I gotta bring us back in the screen. First things first. Stop sharing this nonsense. Hit this button. Oh, that's right. It's the North Carolina State Wolfpack and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Partner, as I uh, get our honorable cubicle guest ready to rock and roll, all pun intended for the day, um, what do we got uh, as far as the details in this matchup? Pretty stinky, my friend. The Dice have targeted uh-huh. uh, one of the uglier Power 5 matchups of the entire 2021-22 season, my friend. We've okay. got the bottom of the barrel in the ACC today. Okay. Uh, should be an electric factory if you decide right. to tune in. Mm-hmm. Is it going to have much implication on the uh, the old postseason? Probably not. No, uh, no could be the seed deciding of who was the last place team in the ACC, though. Uh, Georgia sure, Tech 3-10 sure. and 10 in conference straight up. NC State 3-12 and 12, uh, at home. Seven and eight for NC State, eight and eight for Georgia Tech on the road, two and five for Georgia Tech, two and six for NC State. These teams are damn near identical. And the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, who I tried to back about a week ago and uh, chapped me on a push, are uh, laying one and a half at home, my friend, against the old Wolfpack. Uh, Yeah, laying one and a half, minus 122 on the money line, and the total still sticking at 141. Uh, So NC State Wolfpack plus 102 on their money line. Uh, But the Yellow Jackets at home. Home right now. Uh, let's see. A lot of money and bets coming in on the old Yellow Jackets. Seventy-four percent of bets and ninety percent of money. Uh, Pulled these teams. Not profitable at home. Not profitable on the on the on the road for the Wolfpack either. So this is about as stinky as it gets for a power matchup, my friend. Okay. Well, may I remind you all out there that the dice are one and zero to start this here week, coming off of a. Four and two weeks. So now over their last seven bets, they are five and two. So dare we say, either you're hot or you're due. Well, they ain't due. They are hot. So, North Carolina State Wolfpack. Let's go, Dice. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We going home team or we going away team? I have no clue. I don't care to deliberate either side. Neither does Max. He doesn't doesn't give a damn whatsoever. But I'll tell you who does the cubicle object to be known as a money line dice and they tell us all in three in two in one away team all right wolf pack away team Let's away both team these teams a wolf freaking pack. good program for hell's sake dude i like when talk about a far far cry from uh cutting down the nets with old jimmy v yeah rough program this year rough program rough program yeah. Moneyline or ATS? Will we be taking the Wolf Pack on the money line? We're getting a little bit of uh, extra plus money, Paulie. Mag's got something in his head. That's all right. We find out if we go to ATS or money line in three, in two, in one. ATS. We get the point and a half with ATS. Unofficial selection, NC State Wolf Pack. 
plus one and a half now. Will the die be doubling down on the wild card roll? You saw you there. Are they going to the total? I have no idea. Or maybe, quite possibly, they're going to need a re-roll. I haven't a clue without discussing this game is. Neither does Mags whatsoever, but I assure you all we find out. In three. In two. In one. Under! How about that? Okay. Under! It was Destiny. Like, I held it up on the screen. The U was there. I flipped it. It hit a bunch of shit, and then it's at the under. Under 141. Officially, my friends, the... Okay. Holy cow. Let me... Okay, here we go. The NC State Wolfpack, plus one and a half, and the under 141 are precisely what the dice... Have spoken on. If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, not one, not three, not four, not five, not ten, but two tickets to the window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no queries, none of the bullshit. Not for me, not for Mags, but for the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful money line dice hammering right here, right now. The NC State Wolfpack, plus one and a half, and the under 141 in their matchup tonight with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Not bad. That's what Shabby. I have absolutely no fucking clue. I don't either, but I know for now, for sure, we got NC Stut plus one and a half, and you one for one. Okie doke, Artichoke. That's the Moneyline Dice roll of the day. You guys want your own Moneyline Dice or track and book or MMA scorecard. That way you can, uh, hey, maybe uh, 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 there's been a hot debate between sides of, uh, of fans of who actually won this uh, the fight this week in between Izzy and Rob Whitaker. Well, maybe instead of just having your opinions, maybe you, you, you rip out this fine bad boy here and you score the fight yourself. Maybe you go ahead and you, you write him in there and... You score the fight yourself. How about that? I don't know. Who's to say? But if you want to, you just go over to MoneylineDice.com. Put everything in your cart that you so well please. Nothing off limits. And once you get everything in your cart, be a little offer code box right there, right below me. Perfect timing. TTL10. That's TTL10 in that offer code. You're going to get 10% off your first order. MoneylineDice.com. Shout out everybody over there at the Moneyline Dice. My, uh... My, uh, the dice have spoken saying has definitely stuck over there. Let's, oh, let's say yeah. that. I should have, should have, should have trademarked that before I just let it start going off and in, into the ether. But hey, shout out, shout yeah. out everybody out there. Residuals, residuals. One of these here day, we'll, uh, we'll get that bad boy taken care of. Okay. Moneyline dice. First ad is just going to be a really calm ad and it's going to, oh, check out the dice. And it's, and here's the Moneyline like, dice. And these are the Moneyline <laughs> dice. And then it just flashes back to me. Just like, <laughs> and it's like the fucking those old infomercials like the the used car dealerships fucking come in now come in now yeah, like yeah, flashing yeah. screens <laughs> <laughs> alright you want to guarantee take five tickets to the window tonight then you need some money line dice <laughs> <laughs> fucking, hey, see, dude, I'm telling or you, like get a law another... office commercial. Have you or a friend been affected by losing bets because of your own <laughs> stupid brain? Have you or a loved one been affected by mesothelioma? <laughs> like, dude, dude. That was... <laughs> hey, that guy's got to be re- getting close, oh, man. Res- hey, talk hey, about that, residuals. That job's got to be open soon, right? Does Good that have, hey, job hey. have to be open soon? Here I am. Whoever needs it, I got your back. I got your back. Old people like you, dude. <laughs>
Okay, the show's off the tracks. No more analysis, no more picks, no more serious bullshit. As if we're serious in the first place. Time to get into the second half of the show. We got plenty of rabbit holes to dive into. Partner, what's been burning on the brain? Melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying. To get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 224 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous February the 15th, 2002 seam, 22. Darn it. Hey, dude, I'm ready to dive into a handful of different rabbit holes. I got a couple things to kick it off, but then we can just go on to whatever the hell. Look, I got nothing crazy planned. First of all, the reason I blew my mind, nobody other than the two of us or maybe a few of our friends are going to give a shit about what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Dan Muller of our Illinois State uh, basketball program appears to be stepping down after this season. Did you see this yesterday? No, I didn't. Yeah, what dude. Mr. Coach Muller is uh, He's out. I don't know. He's He's oh. out after this year. I think it was going to be like a, uh, I think they were ready to move on from him. The program's kind of been slowly declining. And that, I mean, former player had some good years. I think they're just giving him the respect of letting uh, letting the season run its course and letting him finish the season. But, uh, yeah, like I said, nobody other than the two of us gives a shit. But uh, I feel like a bear's mentioning, hey, dude. Uh, shout out he Coach gave us Dan. some good years while we were there, man. Shout uh, out. Fuck yeah, he did. He may put me in touch with a lot of good fellas because he decided to recruit them. So, hey, Seriously? I, I appreciate the hell out of you. I'm telling you, man, he's got. Uh, he might have a career in bodybuilding or something. I don't know. Motherfuckers got pythons attached to his shoulders. I'll tell you what. Last time I saw him, I said, yeah. "Son, get yourself out of that schmedium. You're choking those things. You can at least have a large on it. It'll still be tight." Goodness gracious! All Friday, Whew. that boy's getting big. But hey, shout out Coach Dan. Roll birds. Shout out. Hey, we're available. Yeah, we got, most we got a few hours in the day to spare to, you know, yeah. coach up a few boys. Man. Yeah. If the, hey, at the bare minimum, just announce one of those sons of bitches. I mean, I'm oh. not saying that the two guys that whoever, hey, I'm sure they're very nice gentlemen. But the last broadcast I watched sucked ass. I just, it, it wasn't <laughs> worth a shit. It, it, it was terrible. I'm sure whoever they are, great, great human beings. But just, uh, hey, you need, send it, send it out of the park, for lack of a better term. Yeah. The, uh, the MVC Gambling Network. That's us. <laughs> Let's <Missouri> go. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So then the other thing, uh, did you see and also got to figure out if uh, this is a winning bet for me? Mr. Snoop Dogg, you see the pictures of him like side stage, like like huddled. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt. I w- it is the most. Uh, you know what? I'm never We're- listening to Snoop Dogg's music ever again. I can't believe he actually gets high. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm done. Like, what did, did you, you actually expect? see people like that? Yeah, swear to God, really? swear to God. Okay. Yeah, people were wow. at, like, why else? Why else would this whole thing come out? Like, oh, Snoop Dogg's right. smoking a joint in the back. Like, like he obviously has to hide it because of all the fucking Karens right. at the fucking Snoop Super Bowl Dog. and how much they were getting paid. Like, a Snoop Dogg, obviously, he's getting high. So, yeah, I saw hey, that. That video hey. was electric, though, dude. Hide behind the corner and just ripping yeah, a J as know. fast as he can. <laughs> So, hey, my bet was Snoop Dogg to smoke a blunt on stage. Didn't say anything about on camera. Ah. I believe that was on the stage, if we're getting technical. No? Mm, back Backstage? Stage is in the word. Side backstage? Stage. Side stage? Behind the stage? Around the stage? Is in the phrase? Fuck them all. I say it's a betting win. <laughs> A winning bet, not a betting Seriously, win, a winning dude. bet. <laughs> I put the smallest, smallest little, like, just get us some entertainment value on it type of wager uh, on it, dude. It doesn't matter at all. But uh, uh, went back and watched it again <laughs> last night, dude. The performance, dude, still electric. Still dude, fucking electric. So good. So good. I, I just watched that performance by itself about a hundred more times. That, that good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. For Seriously, sure. dude. 
Uh, what did you have as far as specifically diving down the rabbit hole of uh, the uh, the Olympic situation that we've got going on here? Well, 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 I don't know because I don't want to put the old foot in the mouth. But, you know, sure. I haven't really gone deep down the rabbit hole. I, don't, I mean, you guys obviously talked about it. So you probably know yeah. you at least read the article and shit. But I, I wake up this morning and I see a young lady fails her doping test because of a tainted substance her grandfather was taking. Now... Unless, you know, they was having relations or I don't fucking know what the hell, how else other way her sample would have been tainted by his, you know, I mean, dog, if, if it's that easy, hey, look, guys on probation for pot everywhere are, are, are saved. You're saved, boys. Just right. say your grandpa was smoking pot and pissed in your cup while you needed to pit. You're good. You're good now, apparently. I, bro, I'm I'm beside myself. What the hell? It obviously can't be that stupid. What the hell's actually going on? I think it is that fucking stupid, that stupid, bro. I think it okay. is that fucking stupid. Cause and they believe I, just, I saw it yesterday. It. So honestly, my, my girlfriend has been more, more tapped into this and telling me what the hell's been going sure, on. And sure, I, sure. now I'm glad that we're talking about it because cause yesterday I saw Shikari Richardson's name treading. And I'm like, what the heck's going on here? Just slow news day, randomly talking about it's because Shikari Richardson got what, what, like banned from the Olympics because she tested positive for a non-performance-enhancing drug in pot. And now we've got this female who just won a fucking medal while testing positive for a banned substance. And they and she says, oh, I took my grandma's heart medication. And she they, not only did she compete, she won a damn medal and gets to keep the damn fucking medal, dude. That's why, like, that's the that's why everyone's pissed off about this whole situation. Like, not on top, I think everyone would be pissed off about it in the first place because it's like, okay, that is the biggest bullshit excuse in the fucking world. But not only that, but fucking what? Less than a year ago, we we banned someone for smoking, do, do, do for testing gotta, positive for weed in a, in a greeting situation, and it's not even like it was a lack of excuse in that situation. She had a legitimate excuse. She was grieving at her mother's death. So you're telling me I got to get on this pedestal again? You're telling for, me? Yes. I yes. got now. Okay. Okay. May or may not be an avid enjoyer of vitamins. May or may not be an avid enjoyer of vitamins while I create content for your enjoyment. May or may not help that content be better than it would be without said vitamins. I think that if Shikari Richardson would have got stoned and run the race, she still would have been better. There is no issue with what the hell. And now, and Man. now, and now, and now, she couldn't even compete in the summer games because Dude. of some measly old vitamins and because old Skutsky Laskutskyov fucking wants to say that she took her grandpa's fucking heart meds for what reason? For what reason? You're gonna have a heart attack? You going to make sure he has some fucking ibuprofen? Bring your HPP down? Fuck, cry me a fucking river. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Oh, now, and now because she, it was tainted, she won the medal, ran to the Dude. fucking finish line. Hey, you get to keep it, sweetheart. Oh, you're good to go. Dude, and it, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it it's figure skating, but this, there's like proof that this could be like a performance enhancing is the other aspect of 100%. it, dude. And this country, she's 100%. Russian and the, the country of Russia over the last four or five years. You're not seeing the country of Russia as the, it's the ROC because they've had all these doping issues. What the fuck are we talking about? So, okay. What the fuck I, are we talking okay. about? Maybe you could potentially bring up an argument that pot is performance enhancing for some people. Your boy, <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, Shikari Richardson. Eh, you can make that. But in the extent of I'm going to win a gold medal because I took this shit, probably not. No. And we're letting her keep it because she took some pill that was her grand... What are you fucking around in your grandmother's... Let, let's just talk basic, basic human being shit here for a minute. 
What are you doing fucking around in your grandfather's medicine cabinet taking his Eight, medicine as a fucking Olympic athlete thinking that, ah, oh, yep, shouldn't be an issue. Ah, yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just be real for a minute. Let's just be unbiased, you know? Let's just, let's just like, uh, let's call a chicken a chicken. A skunk a skunk. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And why? Why is it, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on here, man. I don't like this. I don't like this. It ain't cool. It ain't cool. It ain't cool, dude. And I, we don't need to go any further on it, but like <sighs> the, the Olympics, uh, the Olympics are supposed to be damn fun IOC. for the entire world, dude. Not this, not this bullshit, man. The damn IOC. Well, hmm. you know, I post, I got to find that picture I posted last year. I posted that picture. Uh, well, not last year. I guess it was kind of last year, but it was the summer Olympics. The one I did <laughs> yeah. where the fucking, the, the flaming torch was, they were, the, the, whoever was lighting the, the Olympic torch was holding the joint instead of like a, it was like a whole oh, joint yeah. lighted up. I got to find that picture I posted last year. I'll post it again. I'll find it again. I'll post it again. Because, it, dude, it's just like, what in the fuck is going on, dude? I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah forget it. Yeah, whatever. Make it with some good energy. I mean, not that that didn't cause some laughs and that wasn't some fun <laughs> shit to go down. But we talk, we, you mentioned a name that you said, ah, nah, we, not that that's really anything to talk about. Chris stops poor Zingus, okay? Oh. Not really anything to talk about, right, from a playing on the court standpoint. But don't ever, like, if you find yourself working, I don't know, any of you out there, find yourself working for an NBA team, let's say you're one of the ball boys or whatever, and, and you're on the court pregame, and, you know, those guys make the shots, you know, fucking Steph does his uh, behind-the-back bullshit, and he always makes it, everything. Do me a favor and don't put any of your money on a bet against Kristaps Porzingis. The man took... Back-to-back $100 bets on these two Looney Tunes, the little ball boys, three rows deep behind the bench, just... I didn't see that. Smoked them. And he gets, he goes out from behind and he goes, look at me, up $200 right off the jump. Look at this. And just walks into the back and walks off the court and that was it. And it was just like, uh-oh, somebody's better be paying up. Those boys don't play with their bets. So it was pretty it was pretty freaking sweet to see. I think uh I think Bleacher Report put it out. But yeah, he uh he did it was like it, it was just like for uh they were like taking pictures of him in his new Washington yeah. uniform and, and doing all that shit. And he was like, Hey, you want it? Hundred dollars? You want it? Hundred dollars, hundred dollars, hundred dollars and they were like, Yeah, yeah, and he just right in the son of a bitch just easy <laughs> yeah, easy cool. money it was cool that's as hell cool. but yeah yeah nothing other than that to talk about chris stops <laughs> Zingus. um yeah i mean hey dude, fuck's going i what mean fuck's going on here i you know i don't know I, what's going on dude did you actually another rabbit hole i mean we it's not i, I don't even see it as negativity is it's calling people on their bullshit is what i feel like we're doing did you see the report that they're uh considering cutting off like hundreds of uh uh, uh like minor league jobs player jobs like basically yeah like what the hell? Yeah, dude, and like I mean that's yeah that fucking sucks, bro. And I guess like, I, I know. know like I know guys, bro, that like they they would interview at Enterprise because like Enterprise is real big for like it's kind of fucked like athletes who haven't uh, who who like they were in the minor leagues or some shit like a lot of them come and work for Enterprise. It's kind of wild. Yeah. But I, I fucking, one kid shadowed me one time and he was a fucking, he was like a double A or triple A pitcher. And just like kind of some of the stories he was telling me, I was like, bro, how do you like, how do you even like make it like, holy shit, bro. Like that's all the work you have to put in. And like, that's all they're fucking giving you. And like fucking like, dude, I feel like for as everything that they, I mean, I, I don't know what would be fair to like give them, but 
Right, because well, Damn. I imagine without looking too deep into it, I have to imagine it's because like they're they're already struggling as it is. So like you know, you take away less. It's almost like I know you're not tapped into this, but it's almost like uh fucking Thanos. Like the way and this is gonna sound really super nerdy. Like essentially, like you know, eliminating half the population so that everyone else can prosper and has more opportunities. Like that's Shop essentially feels. what it is. But Shop that's feels. just crushing the dreams of, of people that yeah. probably would have a legitimate chance of doing something in, in that space right and the other aspect of it it's not like i mean the attendance and and the revenues of the mlb isn't as good as it probably should be but it's not like they're all fucking so okay know, dirt poor Let, like that what i'm saying is that the, the parent organizations can trickle down more of this money is what i feel and they're just being these owners are just being stubborn about it so let me ask you this my dumbass showed up to a podcast on February the 15th in a fucking baseball fucking uniform, <laughs> gripping a ball for the entire time. It doesn't have to be questioned between either one of us, our love for the game and, right. and why we love it. I've loved it since I was old enough to fucking sit up and watch and be able to bleed cubby blue and red, baby. That's, that's period, point blank, period. But what does it take? to get the MLB to the same level as the NFL, or is it possible? Is it Can you get that viewing to an extent, or is it almost they, number one, just need to stop shooting themselves in the foot with the bullshit they're doing right now, and maybe that's just the best place to start? And, like, the more people that just, like, bro, you go to one ballpark, one ballpark, watch one game, one inning, bro, that boring-ass fucking game on the TV that you're just like, fuck this shit, turns into one of the most electric affairs that you've ever fucking been to in your life. And it's just the smells, the sights, the sounds, the just everything about baseball. So beautiful has to be played on diamonds. How, Dude. how the fuck do you bump it up? As far as I don't think comparing it to obviously everyone wants to be the NFL and be king, right? But I, right. I think comparing it to the NBA is better. I tweeted this out a couple of weeks ago. Part of the reason why the NBA has captivated, and there's a lot of different ways to do it, but the NBA, it was Super Bowl week, and they had their trade deadline and a massive bombshell trade, and instead of the Super yeah. Bowl, at least for a few hours, we're talking about this massive trade in the NBA. Mm. The MLB, first of all, doesn't orchestrate those types of like little, like, oh, let's see if we can sneak our way and steal some of the story. They don't, they don't do any of that. They sure. have no mind for that. Their marketing, I mean, another reason why the everyone cares about trades like that is because of the way the NBA markets their players. And for a while, the, the MLB's tweaked it a little bit, but for a while, there was a time period, I don't remember if it was when we were in high school partner or when we were early college, where you, there was so many, the NBA started growing in popularity because you could tweet about, you know, you could tweet these highlights, you could create, tweet these insane and dunks. Right. You tweeted that out, like you tweeted out, like kind of how we do as far as like sharing these clips. You did that with the MLB with the home run. Boom, it's gone. You, you can't do it anymore. And they still kind of do that to some degree, right? And so they just don't market their players the right way. They don't market the highlights of the sport the right way. And, yeah, you could tweak it up. I Like, as far as, you know, making the game more interesting for a younger audience, there's still hurdles to go through there where that, where I still don't quite think, I think it's still going to be the third fiddle, so to speak, because... You know, this instant, uh, you know, need for, you know, more action that the younger audience has, has become accustomed to, right? I, I, they're kind yeah. of at a, you know, behind the eight ball is that, but there's so many things that they just do so poorly, dude. And, and they have a man running things that just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't care about the sport, for lack of a better term. And, uh, you know... It's just, it's just not, it's just not going to work. And I mean, and not to suck Adam Silver's dick out of the NBA, but he's, he's, he at least has an eye for, you know, trying to grow the sport in the right way, which the MLB clearly doesn't. 
Well, then we found out too around um, uh, All Star Break last year when it's like each individual team is its own individual market. So it's not like the NFL broadcast nationwide. Like every individual team is it's, it's like that's fucked in and of itself, dude. Like like that's why like you have the marquee network like just off the top of the dome with my Cubs like. If you, like, dude, the access to be able to watch an MLB game, the amount of blacked out games, it's just like, dude, what the fuck are you guys doing? You bitch about how you're not growing, you're declining, but no one can watch a game. And the average humming bean is not going to go to stream... I'm not going to tell you the site, that site, to stream that site. I don't want yes, that bitch please, to get shut down. We got a great one. We got a great one. Site gets shut down, and the average person's not going to go and do that shit. So, well, dude. I don't know. Last thing for me, and then I, and we can get off of it. I mean, not to compare it to the NFL, because the NBA, NFL would still be king either way. But as far as the NBA is kind of starting to do it as well, they just launched it finally. I don't know why it took so long. Some type of like red zone thing, man, yeah. on a day-to-day yeah, yeah. basis for these sports. The NBA just tested Bro, it out like a week or so ago. First, the MLB, if you did that with the MLB, that would be incredible. First that and takes third, away the lack of third. excitement, dude. First yeah, and third, first two and out. Third. Right. Oh, instead of sitting Sign through uh, 20 pitches of a, a no base runner inning, we're going to pop over to Oakland where we got bases loaded, one out, man. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And you, they're it, idiots. They're idiots. Give I know, me five bucks idiots. a month, I'd pay Mags, for that, dude. Mags, yet another organization that we don't know shit about fuck, but we should be entitled to all of their marketing schemes and should be at the head of everything. I am so, I don't know. Hey, here we are. Here because we are. Even, you want anything? You want to know how to run your shit stick organization over there, Manfred? We got you. We got you, pal. I'm, hold, I'm holding a baseball on a podcast that has nothing to do with baseball. Hey, who am I? What do I know? This would be wild if it actually got us a job in the league office out of nowhere. But hey, come on. This is bullshit, man. I'm ready for fucking baseball. And it's easy. Hey, it's easy. Maybe, maybe maybe meet up more than once every week yeah. or two, too, dude. Yeah, you know, maybe just sake. once a week. Talk about some bullshit for 30 minutes. And then, oh, well, we don't like those numbers. See you later. That's it. That's up. Great, Come Come wonderful, on. terrific. Here we go again. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just ready for baseball. That's all it comes down to. I'm ready for baseball. That tweet was a slap in the face this morning. Pitchers and especially the pitchers and catchers. Because whenever you Passing see that tweet on a normal that. year, Passing pitchers and catchers that. report today, it's like uh, it's look, such. Look, uh, look. Uh, Passing gassed up the jet this morning looking for violence is what he was doing. He gassed up the jet looking to take shots across Twitter all day long. Nobody needed that shit. Nobody needed to see that. We understood what today was. Two baseball fans had it circled on the calendar. You just had to, yeah, let me, oh, stick it in just a little bit deeper so you just really know that it's not the start of the fucking season. Yeah, well, thanks, Jet. We appreciate you, bub. We wouldn't be able to uh, live this life without your services. In other news, <laughs> oh, let's see. What the hell do we got going on here today, my man? Uh, Dude. Just a quick flick. I got, what do you got? Providence is going to be electric tonight, dude. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'll either back you or I'll watch as a fan, dude. Did you see the uh, – I don't know what yesterday's thing that I tweeted out was, but I don't know if it was like a pep rally or something like that or just oh, an old app. Love me a good pep rally. Uh, but Providence's students were going wild, oh. and it was just a video of the entire student section, and then they just panned to this one dude that was just in a sea of everyone just going nuts and singing the song. There was just one dude just – it's <laughs> like, yo, dude, you're all right? Like, what's going on, bud? You, you all right, dude? Everyone's having a good time over here. You'd rather be somewhere else. I don't know. Go check it out if you didn't see it. It's just a dude. I just... I, you know, there's always one of those guys in the stands. You know, there's always, there's a place for everybody. It takes all kinds <laughs> front of guys row, to make bro. this world. Front, literally front row, front and center, Yikes. dude, too. And the entire place Yikes. is going nuts. And he's just Yikes. <laughs> hard head on, too. Not like he's out of place or anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, looking for any late breaking shit here. Um, not seeing anything on this end of the world. Honestly, to tell you the truth, kind of another slow news day. Um, yeah, it's a hell of a day to uh, get into NFTs. Gas is low. Ethereum's going back up. Uh, as per usual, Crypto Colton giving his regular uh, PSA. <laughs> Hop on in the game if you haven't. I mean, there's a reason that Coinbase spent about $7 million on uh, ads throughout the entire Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. Who's who's to say? Who's to know? know. Uh, maybe there's a reason why some of the players on the field are the first NFT holders in history to win a Super Bowl. I don't know. Who, who am I? It's probably nothing. It's, it's probably nothing. You guys probably shouldn't listen to me. I don't know. Crypto Colton's probably crazy. He's just got his tinfoil hat on again. Who knows? Uh, there's your daily PSA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> T's and P's to Dickie V going through. Uh, got a big <sighs> surgery coming up, apparently, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, T's and P's to Dickie V. I mean, obviously, we uh, we... we Want him to pull through anything, this morning, anything he's got. Ah, okay, so T's and P's for sure. He's Hopefully he's, uh, he's getting his stuff together. Gosh, we made, it smells like victory, baby. We, ah, we I just, I don't remember if we've said it or not. I just can't. I, uh, what I wouldn't give to be, you know, when he's you know healthy but just chilling and watching him, but I just can't really yell. Like what I would give uh, to be in the room with him while he's watching. Just like can't react but is yeah, just I losing know. his mind uh, in his bed uh, or whatever. <laughs> oh, dick, man. Good old dick. You know he's just watching nothing but college basketball in this time right now. Yep. 150%. Uh, well, let's see. How about a couple of TTL announcements? See if that opens up any other rabbit holes. And uh, we'll talk some motivation minutes. Get on up. Get on out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, catch us on uh, the Breakfast Bankroll. Uh, shout out our guy Jeff Dawson. He... Uh, just commented on uh, the show here, pre-show. Um, we'll be on there. I'll be on there Thursday, 1 p.m. as always, if you haven't caught me on there before. And then Mags is on there Friday, 1 p.m. as well, sending everybody into the weekend. Um, did you have something there, Parter? Uh, you said breakfast bankroll, actually. Oh, uh, we used to be on the breakfast bankroll. Now we're on the midday market <laughs> report. Uh, I have breakfast bankroll still wrote down here. It's the midday market report. Make sure 1 p.m. Central Time. He's got three shows, breakfast bankroll, midday market report, and the old closing bell. So make sure you tune into the second one, not the third or the fourth. First, first the second don't, one. Don't. Absolutely do not. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, speaking of additional content, uh, got Wise Words taking a week off this week. No uh, episode of the Wise Words pod tomorrow, if you didn't hear. We'll be resuming next week uh, for season three, episode number one. Uh, we'll uh, let you know on Wednesday who the guest is. You're not going to find out until then. Uh, go back and check out all the season two, season one, uh, while you're at it as well. Uh, some of the absolutely electric guests, nothing but wise words, nothing but uh, good stuff to make us all better, betters together. As per usual, uh, Cup of Joe on campus this upcoming Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, me and Mags will kick things off. Mags broadcasting from a location unknown, parts unknown, if you will. We will be joined by two special guests uh, at 10 a.m. Central Time, our time, 8 a.m. their time. So we'll let you spin on who that might be. But we will have a couple of special guests this week on Cup of Joe on campus. And then uh, outside of that, Couple extra days of college basketball blogs from your boy. Uh, yesterday, today, tomorrow, and Friday. None on Thursday. And then uh, Mags might just be a uh, fucking golf handicapper. Maybe you see a little golf blog coming out. He's fucking in the green, in the positive, back to back weeks, all the way across the board. I, who knows? Who's to say? Who am I? What am I? I'm not a clue. I ain't a golf capper. He is. If he is, you will see me with my Titleist hat and my Titleist shirt on, and we will be supporting him in full. Full force to get those damn tickets to the pay window. Those dimply ball tickets to the pay window. But that's all I got in that regards. Um, 
yeah, nothing else. Stop by TalkingTheLine.com. Link tree in this episode's description. Uh, stay up with everything Talking the Line or uh, follow our best bets of the day. Everything all in between. You can get us on the action app. I'm at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley's at our mags in all caps. The Talking the Line best bets of the day are at Talking the Line. You can follow us on the Chalkboard app. Join our board at Talking the Line. Uh, if you just like a little bit more uh, tighter community, you don't want a thousand million gajillion billion people, you just want to talk with a couple of goofballs, hey, that's the board for you. Slide on in and we'll love to talk with you. Uh, pop in there, download it on uh, the Apple App Store and follow them at Chalkboard HQ on the Bird app. And then uh, you can obviously follow it on Talking the Line, all of our best bets, everything there in between. Okay, uh, that's about all I got on this end of the world, partner. Anything else you got over there? Good, sir. Uh, yeah, speaking of golf, dude, you're right. Big uh, another one this weekend. Remember uh, June 30th through July 3rd, the John Deere Classic. Going to be in our neck of the woods. My brother was just telling me he and him and his buddies love to go to this one. They've made July a big 3rd. old change this year, though. So it's usually a week before the British Open. And so in the past, a lot of the Let's, big uh, names. There's still so, we'll go, we got to figure it out. We're going. Yeah. We're going. So it's going to be July 30th better. or June 30th? June 30th through July 3rd is that weekend, um, but they moved it up a week, so it's two weeks before the British Open, so the field for that one should be stacked <laughs> as opposed to so what it's much, been the last few. So much for all of you motherfuckers talking about podunk nowhere, the old John, what's the John Deere classic? Sounds like it's going to be pretty fucking electric this year, huh, Cam? Ain't it Cam? No, shout out Cam Rogers, our guy. Follow him at Cam Rogers uh, on uh, Twitter. He's an uh, absolute electric factory. Uh, appreciate him coming on Wise Words when he did. Gave us some great great advice. We might have to uh, have him on again some here golf angles season coming three. Up, yeah. I think we do. I think we got to have him back on. I think we'll, uh, we'll reach out to old Cam, but yeah. damn. Maybe some TTL content live from the John Deere Classic? Oh, oh, do we get go. on one of those tractors let's that, uh, you know, the, the parade or whatever it is coming in to open the tournament, dude? Maybe we get ourselves on one of them tractors. How about that? Oh, hey, baby. Oh, we're going to go to a golf event? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, shut, shut up, but oh, we're going we're to go watch these guys hit some balls. <laughs> we're just going to, like, manufacture our own. Uh, this is, you know what? We talked about it yesterday with the waste management open hole 16, dude. We're just going to show up and decide that. We're going to pick a hole and decide that that's, that's the next one. John Deere Classic is going to be that next tournament that's got a par three that's no just questions. a madhouse. And it's going to be 150%. Yep. Don't even have to hesitate. No yep. delay. No discussion. No questioning. I'm there full force in the nude if I have to be. <laughs> Can you just imagine? Either perfect world that works out perfectly and the place we get the place going nuts. Well, Worst I, case scenario, so we're just bad. assholes and we get get our asses kicked out within the first like two golfers or something like that. And Justin I never Thomas get to... points at us out. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. Hey, hey, hey. Get the fuck out. Hey, okay. <laughs> and I never get to go back to the John Deere Classic again. Hell of a fucking story. Or, or, legendary moment that starts history. It's a win-win. Legends never die. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. A great story or story for history. I, I'm I'm with either one of them. Either win-win. option sounds okay to me. So uh, <laughs> catch your boys. Maybe maybe not nude on a hole at the John Deere Classic. Yeah, I, I'm not committing Soon to that you. one. That was, you said that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks. Uh, welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Okay. Uh, appreciate that, Max. I definitely wrote that down. I'm, that's going on the calendar, dude. I love oh, that. Yeah. I love that. Like we got to go oh, there. Yeah. I was sure. 100% we gotta yeah, yeah. Sure. I love that. I love that for sure. And who knows? Who knows what we're doing by then that, uh, who knows? Who the fuck knows, dude? Who knows what the TTL crew will be by then? But what I do know is I got nothing left on this side of the screen. I know I got some motivation minutes to dish out. Partner, one more time, I ask you anything else you got for today. No, sir. Take it away. Okie dokie, artichokey. I most certainly will. My pleasure, as per usual. Share a little extra inspiration, motivation in my 
motivation minutes. All right, my friend. Usually I just kind of do some stuff off the cuff. Uh, just kind of say some words into a microphone that hopefully makes your day a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no genius. I'm no swami. I'm no shorman. I just uh, try and share some stuff with you guys that have uh, helped me survive this thing called life. And Stumbled upon a quote that uh, gave me uh, some good thought, good good rabbit holes to go down, and I've kind of been applying it, and uh, kind of goes down the track of some of the things I talk about. So you know, I always like when, uh, especially somebody of this man's stature, says something that I talk about all the time. I love to uh, to absolutely tell you guys about it and give a little perspective too. So, the great Dale Carnegie once said, "If you want to conquer fear, don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy." If you want to conquer fear, don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. And it kind of even segues off of yesterday's John Wooden quote, ability is the poor man's wealth. If you want to see change in your life, if you feel like you are stuck in a rut, if the daily monotony is somewhere that you don't want to be anymore, you're the only one that has the power to change it. And segueing off of you're the only one that has the power to change it, that means nobody else does. That means you asking everyone opinions of what you think you should do does not matter whatsoever. What you have to do with your life is what you have to do with your life. And the only thing you should be concerned about is putting the next foot in front of the other. And if you are worried about the future, worried about what might come, those future gifts I talk about, and I need to hear this message myself sometimes too. If you're worried about all that stuff, you're in the wrong frame of mind. Because that's only going to make you more afraid, more anxious, more worryful, take you away from the peace, the positivity, the perseverance, the perspective, everything that I talk about all the time. That's all that stuff is going to do. And all at the end of the day, you just need to stay in the moment. Stay in the now. Stay in the present. One foot in front of the other. Keep chasing what you're chasing. But don't worry about what you're chasing. Because... The present gifts, the present moment are what actually matters. And I've talked about it plenty of times before, but this kind of segues into it too, is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And and that as far as you're going to still have this fear, you're going to still have the worry, you're going to have the doubt, but the only way that you can overcome it is by going out there and actually doing it and, and overcoming it yourself and getting comfortable with looking that fear straight in the eyes and saying... Shit, I got to go and get it. I got to go look at looking at huge fear wall right in front of you and saying, well, can't go around this son of a gun either. I got to bust through it. I got to figure a way to crawl over it. And that's the only way. And the sooner that you get comfortable with that fear, with that doubt, looking it straight in the eyes and saying, all right, I'm going to figure out how we're going to get through this, the sooner that this life becomes a lot easier for you. So in the great words of Dale Carnegie, again, if you want to conquer fear, don't sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Stop staying in your room in anxiety, in worry, in doubt, in fear, spinning in your head of all the what ifs. Well, I'll tell you, the what ifs are simply that, what ifs. And you can start turning them into the here and now if you simply just start putting one foot in front of the other. I know it's scary. I know it's crazy. I know that drop off the cliff edge looks steep. Trust me, it's going to be steep for a little while. It's going to be a minute before them old feathers start to pop up on those wings and you can start flapping them sons of bitches. And then, okay, hey, hey okay, okay, hoo, hoo, we made it, we made it. We didn't splat on the bottom of the damn floor. I promise you, it's going to be scary. 
But what's more scary is staying in that fucking fear and not allowing yourself to break out of the chains that you hold the key to in your back pocket. That's all I got for today, my friends. If you want to conquer fear, don't sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Great stuff, my man. I don't know what else I could add on top of that. Great Appreciate stuff, dude. You. Appreciate you, my man. Absolutely. Uh, one of them straight to the point, straight, well, kind of in a roundabout way, straight to the mm. point, but uh, <laughs> hit you right in the chest, give you some extra rabbit holes to think about. So there you go. There you have it. That seems like an episode of the Talking Line podcast to me. So, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far <laughs> and wide. Before we get out of here, for myself and Mags, what else do you got here today? It's a certain guy's birthday. We got a shout out, dude. February 15th. My 15th. I have no idea. The Scoot Man. Oh, it's Scoot's B-Day, bro. I didn't know you were, bro. I was totally, holy fuck. I wasn't going to shout him out on the side. Totally spaced. Holy fuck. Scooter McGee. Holy shit. Not that he's probably watching at this point in the show or anything like that, but uh, shout out, Scoot. Happy birthday, my man. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Good friend test. Yeah, we'll see if he's actually watching. But yeah, happy birthday, Scooter. Appreciate the hell out of you, my man. Holy shit. How about that? Good fucking shit. All right. Um, well, hey, appreciate you stopping hey. us uh, there, partner. Huh. Didn't, didn't want to uh, make sure we didn't do that. That would have been uh, son of a bitch. But hey, join the hey. 26 Club with the rest of us, my friend. Uh, all that being said, officially, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide from myself, and the legendary Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by episode number 224 of the TTL pod. In every episode, you decide to, as for that matter of fact, can't thank you enough for your likes, your views, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, your comments, everything in between. We see them, we see you, and we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts for allowing us to take some of your time and energy every single day, share some of our thoughts, share some of our nonsense, and dive into some rabbit holes. For that, we are eternally grateful, and we will keep showing up with our rabbit hole diving shorts firmly affixed. Outside of that, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday unless you have any other plans make sure you get all of today's best bets locked in from me and the main man to my right or left or whichever way you are looking so you can stay right alongside with us at the end of every single show let's cash some tickets <laughs>